welcome, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Go So Cow podcast, where we talk about all things advertising and the auto industry, produced by the leading auto-focused agency SoCal. I'm your host, Katie Saunders. Today's episode is sponsored by SoCal's Graphic Design Services. With an in-house, award-winning graphic design team, SoCal can turn your vision into a reality. To learn more, visit GoSoCal.com. On today's episode, you'll hear my co-host, Drew Wilson, interview one of SoCal's account directors, Brett Johnson, about what dealers should be doing now to prepare for 2021. Let's get to it. Welcome, everyone, to another Go SoCal podcast. If you're listening or watching on YouTube, thanks for tuning in. Uh, We're coming to the end of the year here. Uh, 2020, crazy year, uh, and so we thought this was a great opportunity to talk about how dealers uh, can know what worked and what didn't and what they should be doing when January shows up in just a couple days. So with me today is one of our account directors, Brett Johnson, with years of experience helping dealerships be the best that they can be. So Brett, if you could just introduce yeah. yourself and some of your responsibilities, and then we'll, we'll dive in. So um, I've been with SoCal uh, going on 10 years now. Um, it's a long and time. <laughs> it's, it's a long time. You put in some time. But um, I started as an account coordinator um, and worked a lot of the interim jobs in, on the way up um, and then got into sales. And now my position here as uh, account director is to basically be in charge of the overall strategy uh, and direction for the accounts that I work with. So um, the account managers are there for the day-to-day stuff and the directors are there to make sure that everything's on track. We're following market trends. We're looking at different markets, different dealerships even, so right. you can kind of get a comparison between brands and just provide a different opinion in this yeah yeah absolutely well I think that everyone listening or watching and then everyone that works here is going to agree that 2020 has been quite the year it's been turbulent to say the least it's terrible perhaps it's just been a rough go like I don't know what else to say so I mean obviously for everyone the the country the world uh, how do you think this year has disrupted everyone's plans for 2021 well, I got, look, everybody's lives have been disrupted in different ways, and we've, I feel like we've all done things to cope, whether it's at home, at work, or just the things that you do. Going to the grocery store is, is a totally different um, you know, set of different processes. Process, yeah. yeah. So the same thing is true for, for car dealerships, and what car dealers have seen is just dramatic shifts in the customer buying cycle, um, in the way that customers shop, and how they interact with the dealership. And these have been things that dealers really had to, to kind of hone in on, to try to figure out, um, and then still capitalize on it to be able to sell the cars that they needed to sell, but keep the customers happy and everybody feeling safe. So a lot mm-hmm. of things have changed, and... Um, I think there's a lot of things that we learned from this year, too. Do you think that the processes, so lots of shifting, like you mentioned, the the process for them strategy-wise and the process for us even looking for, looking at and buying a car, do you think that process was easy to adapt to for the dealerships? Maybe not fast. It wasn't like, okay, next day we're ready to open, you know. But, But do you think that that was easy or were there lots of challenges that just... I think initially uh, the, the dealers, 
any of the dealers that I worked with always or adopted a quick strategy to be able to deal with COVID in the showroom. They were concerned about their employees. They were concerned about their customers. So they quickly developed processes um, to be safe and clean right. and, and you know whatnot in the dealership. That was done very, very fast. What took a long time is trying to work into digital retailing. Okay. So that's the, a customer being able to essentially buy a car online. Yeah. This, these types of products have existed for a couple of years. But they really started to invest in these products to start trying them out um, with varying degrees of success. So they really, really tried to make it an easy experience for the customer yeah. as best they could, I think. And then their marketing efforts went into promoting the way that they do business. Yeah, and I think that was that was strong. I mean, at least from a consumer end or, or like just what you see on the front end, it looked like a natural process, which was great to see. Yep. And, and, you know, we've had a, we've had a helping hand in a lot of that, in yeah. a lot of dealerships like that. So when we talk about preparing for 2021, so now we're going to get into, you know, what, what we need to be looking forward to, but we need to look back to see what did and didn't work. So mm-hmm. how do dealers do that? And how can they figure out how to adapt Maybe maybe budget, marketing strategy, like how do we know what did and yeah. didn't work? How are we going to do that? First off, you you, you got to take into account everything that you saw because there's a lot of things that aren't going to change. But at the same time, you also have to look forward to good times. Okay. Now, the markets have recovered. It's been very, very wavy. That's for sure. So in March and April, everybody was scared. Car sales kind of tanked. People stopped going out. Marketing budgets... Went they, away. They almost stopped. They completely. almost stopped. Yeah. Some dealers did stop, yeah, and that's did, totally yeah. fine. Everybody put the brakes on to try to figure out what's going on. Um, but as we started getting more comfortable with the world that we live in, um, and people still need to buy cars. I mean, there are certain situations in a customer's life where, let's say, they get a new job. Let's say they get a, a worse job. You know, God forbid. Or their let's, car blows up. Yeah, their car blows. Whatever. Up. These yeah. are the life decisions that will always happen yeah. and have always put people into the buying cycle perhaps sooner than they were before. But what happened was initially was there was a pause in customer buying, and that created a big pent-up demand. So hmm. a few months down the road, we, uh, we saw an increase in car sales, and some dealers had record months over the summer, um, you know, either record months for the year or record months for the store. Ever. And some were being out of inventory. Like, we don't yeah. have this thing anymore. That's the other thing. The, 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 the supply from the factory shut off because those workers right. stopped working. So we're now starting to recover from the inventory issues. Um, some dealers, some certain brands still have some problems, but you can't stop the marketing because what ends up happening and what we saw when people stopped is that there was a, a little bit of a slowdown. There was a lull. Um, that could have either been because of the marketing. It could have been because of how customers are buying. There's a lot of different factors at play. Um, but... What dealers are going to have to look at is they're going to have to try to interpret these waves, and this is what we've been doing too, and make their products work for them in a way that, that kind of complements the market. What they ended up finding out, what we were trying to find out, is when their competition was leaving the market, right. but the customers were still there, the competition left the market. It created a lot of opportunities for some dealers to fill that void. So we saw really low cost per clicks on digital. We saw really cheap TV spots. We saw really inexpensive advertisements that we could capitalize right. on. At the same time, our products had to get better, too. And so our, our methods had to get better. So 
the we we changed as a company as well, just the the way that we do things to lower those costs and, and save dealers money. Like you mentioned earlier, there's a lot to look at yeah. when, when we think back over not just um, not the, not just digital, but strategy in in the showroom, what you see like in a commercial or like how you're going to advertise yeah. to people that aren't going to be able to get out of their house. So what are some of the processes that we do as SoCal? I just want to talk briefly on it. Sure. We, don't, we don't need to go, you know, we don't need to overexpand on, on what we're doing, but like how, how, what's the process for us to help dealers um, know what worked and what didn't? Yeah, so every month um, our account managers go, in with, go into the store, sometimes with the account director. Fortunately, uh, I've been able to be on every single meeting, whereas oh, wow. normally I wasn't before. Um, but you're doing a lot on Zoom, the, right? Yeah, on yeah. Zoom. So you bounce from dealership to dealership and you don't have to travel for a day or you you know, a few hours. But um, the account manager reviews all of the stats for any of the products that, that ran, whether it's traditional, digital, what have you. Um, and they recalibrate some things there. But one of the things that SoCal does a little bit different is we have a what we call a MOA, which is a stands for Market Opportunity Analysis. And we bring in a member of each department right. into the dealership or on a Zoom meeting. Um, somebody from our media buying department comes in. Somebody from the digital team comes in. Um, somebody from the website team comes in. Um, and these each department prepares what they think will help this dealer succeed. And this is based on their market data. So my portion in um, a MOA would be to review Market Master, if the dealer has it, um, review any uh, historical sales data to try to find areas and pockets that we can improve. And then we take all that, recalibrate. It's kind of like adjusting your stock portfolio. Sure. Every year you got to recalibrate and, and shuffle things around. Um, and that's something that we've done almost regularly because every single month something has changed different. this year. Yeah. yeah. So, so we got in the habit of doing that. Uh, yeah, and it's important to, like you said, <laughs> I think you said kind of go with the waves, like yeah. figure out uh, what worked this month that that didn't work last month, you know, exactly. and, then, and then try to like see what's, what's going to happen the next month. Um, so we talked about all these shifts in market, in the uh, strategy process, in the car buying process. Um, but there wasn't a need to think about those shifts pre-COVID because it was a little bit easier. It was, you need a car, you come in, you buy the car. Maybe you saw ads online, that's great, um, but you eventually came in to buy the car and there were procedures in place for mm -hmm. dealerships to do that. So do we need to let that thinking, the pre-COVID thinking, just kind of rest in the past and now all the shifts are what we should be thinking on and moving forward or is there value in kind of remembering what that was like you know yeah. what, what do you think i mean it's got to be a combination of the two i mean we, we can't forget everything that we know about the car business there are certain months that are going to be thrust months if you will these are months where you have to push um, whether it's at the end of the of a quarter or the beginning of the quarter um, you know historically based on your dealership what months have been traditionally successful for you right um, so you have to keep those in mind because I think the market is going to start normalizing because inventory is going to be coming back um, we've kind of wrote out that wave of the pent-up demand there might still be a little bit more um, you know, especially with what's happening in the world today, with, with a potential of a vaccine coming out. Maybe that's going to release uh, some more pent-up demand for, for car sales when yeah. people feel, again, more safer more safe, about coming yeah. out. But um, 
you know, I, I think we, again, don't throw everything that you know completely out the window, but take into account some of the things that we've learned. Just when I think about it, I'm like, I need, I need, to, I need to sit in the car. You know, sure. like I need to see the vehicle. Yeah. I need to see the shape it's in, whether it's new or used. I don't. If it's new, that's fine. I still need to sit in it. Yep. You know, so I. Th- I don't think that we can just. Uh, here's no. your buy online button. A I, majority I, of the people who are buying cars and, and dealers have seen this. I think are still coming into the dealership. I think so. Um, there have been a lot of buy online type of scenarios, and dealerships did a really great job of accommodating those customers. Uh, delivering the vehicle. Even with payment plans. Yeah, exactly. So they've been able to work with the the customer situation, their payment plans. They've been able to deliver a vehicle to a customer's home, work out the deal over, you know, email, phone, what have you. But you're right. I think a lot of people still, they want to sit in the car. It's a tangible Uh, item. Dealers dealers like that too. I mean, because you keep the customer relationship, you're a a trusted advisor uh, to that customer. So January will be here in a matter of days. Mm-hmm. Beginning of the year signifies a lot of th- new things, new beginnings, New Year's resolution, yeah. perhaps some new cars, yeah. like, we, like we've just been talking about. New year, new you, new yeah, car. Yeah, new car, <laughs> yeah. So what insight can you give on the beginning months, these January, February months, with new versus used car sales? Because yeah. those strategies, I don't think, are always the same. They can be. Yeah. But... What do you think? So, you know, January and February, again, this is going back to the tradition, are traditionally lower sales months for new and used cars. Uh, And typically, marketing budgets tend to drop in January and February in anticipation of lower sales. Okay. Um, What dealers can do is, you know, perhaps try to focus on used cars. Used cars are really, really big right now. The, The prices are a little bit higher in some markets, but if you can get the inventory, it's selling. If you get good inventory, you have a good mix, um, those vehicles will sell. Um, But one of the other things that you have to kind of think about as far as um, new cars go is what we learned in 2020 was when dealership, and this was kind of a, a, you know, a ray of hope of something that happened really bad. We saw what happens when a dealership totally cuts back on advertising or makes big, big changes. Um, and, and as an ad guy, I joke with my clients too, like, hey, I'm going to tell you, 90 days out, you'll feel it. Yeah. But we found that this was true because 30, 60, 90 days, different customer behaviors change. Um, and your products have to be working together in tandem um, w- with a strategy that will deliver sales down the road. You're not just talking about the January, February months. Um, you're talking about the beginning of second quarter. So when you're advertising in January and February, that's going to influence your sales several months down the road. So you can back off in January and February a little bit, um, but keep in mind you have to keep making a new car push to fill the tank for later on. So when you say like all these strategies kind of in in tandem, so this this all-encompassing strategy phrase that we kind of throw around, Mm -hmm. like what, what is that? Yeah, that's something that we talk to our dealers a lot about. Um, Most dealerships are all familiar with a sales funnel. Um, Our customer funnel works the same way. You've got awareness, consideration, and intent. And what you're doing with these products is these products all work together to fill each one of those buckets. So you have your awareness products are your TV, maybe your connected TV if you're running that kind of stuff. Um, Your consideration products are your... your, 
digital video, uh, Facebook ads, display banners, things like that. And then your intent ones are the, the things where people are really intending to buy. They know what brand, they know what store. And we know and they're visiting, search. you know, yeah, they're visiting yep. the sites and things so like that. So all of these things have to work together. You can't just kind of piecemeal it out and think like, okay, we're going to cut this one because what that's going to do is take a piece of the puzzle out. And it'll, you know, that's it'll true. affect you later. Yeah. But. When things started to kind of come back post-March, right, yeah. into the summer, I think that there was an influx in new car sales. And, and that might have been because of the whole cleanliness aspect. In, initially in March? I th- uh, no, post, oh, post-March. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After things were starting to come back. Yep. So when do you think the shift, like you said, you said used cars are, are big right now. I think they're big a lot of the time they because are. they're a great deal. but. When do you think the shift for this uh, this crazy year? When did it go back from new cars to used cars, or do you think it's e- it equilibrium? Was, it was kind of a necessity. I mean, when in, when inventory oh I see disappeared, yeah. yeah that's a good point. They're like, we got to sell used uh, cars. We gotta, yeah, you know, and that's the only thing that's keeping us afloat and and you know keeping the dealerships running and and keep people supplied with cars because you know you could get a, a one or two year model. Uh, old car, and it's still it's it's basically like a new car. For, right, you know, you get a better value. Um, but yeah, that, customers were interested in that too, so it, it filled both. Yeah, both and their needs. processes putting in place have helped with that as well in terms of showing, uh, like you said, how they're being clean, how they're up to, to yep. code standards with the you know everything that's coming out, yep. either from the CDC or, or whatever it is, they're meeting the correct guidelines right. for being safe. Um, so as we come to a close here, what other tips or insight can you give dealers to make sure they have a great first quarter? Yeah, um, really, it's it's taking a taking a good look at your at your whole strategy. Think about what happened in 2020. Um, consider where you're at for inventory, new and used, in January and February. Where your goals are at, um, and and work with you know whatever providers you're working with, whether it's with us, whether it's with another agency, what have you. Really need to to make sure everybody's on the same page, that we've taken in what we've learned and we're going to go ahead and apply it and kick off to a, a brand new year because people want a fresh start now more than ever. Absolutely. They want to be done with 2020 um, <laughs> and, and really just, just kick off into a, a much better right. 2021. And the decisions that they're going to make for this first quarter are going to directly affect the second quarter. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, whatever decisions you make in January and February will absolutely have an effect on your ability to sell cars a few months down the road. Absolutely. Well, Brett, thank you so much for yeah. coming on the podcast to talk with for us. Sure. I, I hope we talk again. This this has been super helpful. I hope everyone listening or watching uh, gets some value with w- from the knowledge that you shared today. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to talking with you in the future, and thanks again. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Well, we hope you found the interview interesting and gained some insight that you can use as 2020 comes to a close and 2021 begins. We will be taking a break for the holidays, but we look forward to being back with Season 2 of the Go So Cow podcast in early 2021. In the meantime, be sure to check us out on social media, YouTube, and of course our website, all of which you can find in the description for easy access. Again, this episode was brought to you by SoCal's Graphic Design Department. Get noticed with meaningful and iconic design work that will set your dealership apart. To learn more, visit GoSoCal.com. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple or Spotify. The Go SoCal podcast is being created and produced by SoCal Marketing. Visit GoSoCal.com to find out more about SoCal and all of our products and services. Thanks for listening.